On today's episode, how to use free to build an audience. Did you say free? I did say free. Cue the title sequence. Thirty-minute music marketing for musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hello, I'm Sheldon. Hello, I'm Greg. And this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Anyone would think I've been saying that for weeks I was going to say, you can actually say it now I without I can say thinking. it now without referring to anything. It's just hair. It's in the brain. Thanks very much for watching this on the YouTubes, uh, streaming it on your preferred podcast platform of choice. All the P's, alliteration there. Well done. Thank you very much. So is today going to be one of those deep dive sessions? It's going to be one of those deep dives where we talk a little bit of rubbish and maybe you'll agree with us, maybe you won't agree with us. All that Facebook ad business, it's in the past now. We're going to have a look at something to do with the, the, the world of music marketing and sort of marketing in general. And we'll discuss it amongst ourselves. And we're going to use one particular person as an example of what can be potentially achieved using the sort of techniques that you out there as DIY musicians and artists should be using. So we're going to use this particular person as an example of what can be achieved if you maybe follow the sort of techniques and recommendations that we'd sort of generally talk about in these sorts of sessions. But Sheldon, I hear many a time that free, you don't do free because it devalues what you do. Well, right, well, let's maybe deal with that in, in the first instance. The, I was going to address this later, but let, let's, okay. let's that, do but it now. But that's usually yeah, the first thing right. that is ever said. Content now is free. Music has been devalued. Uh, it's the internet that did that, but you're also watching this on the internet, so maybe the internet's not a bad thing now. But yeah, the music has been devalued to such an extent that in terms of freemium platforms, so that's your YouTubes, that's Spotify. your Spotify free level, which you've got. It's yep. Flint here. <laughs> I'd pay for mine. It's only 9.99 a month. You've, got, you've all got 9.99. Anyway. I could, I could get three months for 9.99. Anyway, if you're, if, if, you're, if you're a cheapskate, Greg, um, it's like... Pretty much any single in the top 40 hit parade you can watch on YouTube right now, so you don't need to pay for it. And that's the problem. You are competing with people giving your stuff away for free. Greg, it's a bit like you running a hamburger stand at you know some sort of uh, food fair or what have you, and then next door, McDonald's, who've got a massive marketing budget, they've set up right next door to you, they're giving their burgers away for free. You can't compete with somebody giving away for free, at a, at a basic level. No, that is, I mean, that is difficult to do. So, in, in, so, in, ter in terms of accessing content on the internet Just for free, because people are giving their stuff away though, do you not, does it, how do you feel about the value of your product by the fact you have to give it away? Well, what you generally have to do now is, you can give it away for free, but you go on to do different things which give it value. We've talked about branding before. Branding yes. adds value. I, I can't remember which version, uh, which number of the podcast slash uh, episode that was. Oh, it please be, don't ask me that. We'll, we'll stick it in the notes. But branding Bing. adds value. Uh, and re a relationship between you and your audience yep. that adds value as well. That's coming up in a future so, episode. So effectively, it is you know your value comes with the within the relationship that you're building with a person rather than the the product itself. Yes, but the one thing you got to do is you've got to get an audience in the first place, and that's where the power of free comes in. Can I just apologise if I keep sniffing? It's because I got hay fever today. Hay fever. 
never mind. Have we actually got a hot summer's day? For once, T-shirts. If we went all the way back to uh, uh, episode number one, we'd be in like you know, massive honest, hoodies. To be honest, two episodes ago, we were in shrink. hoodies yes. from about three weeks That's ago. That's the British summer for you. So, right, so we're, we're going to give an example of one particular Who's your performer. example? My uh, performer is a comedian called Paul Smith. There he is. There's probably a photo of him Ding. on the screen right now. Ding. Right. There's Paul. Where's he from? Uh, he's from Liverpool. So he's one of them scoozers. Scoozers. Scousers. Now, he's one of the... I was listening to a podcast, Comedians Comedian Podcast, very good. Uh, yep. a pod, podcast I support through, um, through Patreon. I pay a couple of pounds a month. He was, giving it, he was giving it away for free, ladies and gentlemen. And then I liked it so much, I've decided to... I, I pay two, two dollars or two pounds a month. So anyway, that's another example that free can work. Anyway, I was listening to an interview with Paul yeah. on this podcast, and he said he wasn't. He was one of these comedians that didn't really necessarily fancy driving up and down the country to try to going out and seeing people. Have <laughs> sounds like far too much like hard work. So mm. what he did was he installed himself as the compare in a Liverpool comedy club called the Hot Water Comedy Club, and as compare, you know, he does the the, the occasional sort of um, headline slot. But his job as a compere is to introduce uh, the act, but also between acts, do a, li a little bit of banter and rapport with the audience. Right, okay. Now, the thing is, at this particular club, everything is filmed. Um, and all his banter and rapport and interactions with the audience, which are, you know, people find very entertaining, it's filmed and then it's put out on the socials and it's put out on Who the YouTube. Who puts this out? The comedy club I think itself? the comedy club themselves. Okay. Now, there is something coming from, I don't know, whether it'd either be the comedy club page themselves or his own personal Facebook page. Pretty much once a day, there's that much stuff. There is apparently over, because he's, he's basically doing, doing improv and chatting with the crowd, and it's yeah. funny. There's apparently over 100 hours of his material on YouTube. So he's recording everything. That's over four days. Yeah, he's, you know, it's, it, he does it a lot. So he's recording loads of content. Yeah. He's giving it all away for free. He's building up an online audience in the process. If you're starting out, it's gonna be very difficult to determine its worth, isn't it? Yeah, because when you start off and you're creating stuff in a field where you can get everything for and free. indeed as much as you want for free, it's you do start off at a at a deficit. But most businesses start off at a de deficit. You run a recording studio. Did anybody give you the, all the expensive compressors and EQs and desks and computers for free? I really wish they did, but no. No. Uh, did, did somebody give you this building for free? No. So most businesses, and indeed you are a business, not, we've, we've been through this before. Not only do I have to borrow money, but they also want you to put security on it as well. <sighs> which is usually a lot more than the amount that you're borrowing in the first place, those damn banks. Right, so get a, look, a slight deviation there. But that's a truism. If you're setting up a, again, let's go back to the, uh, let's go back to the restaurant or, uh, you know, catering analogy. You know, if you've got some sort of burger stall, where's all your, um, you know, where's all your uh, cooking equipment going to come from? And your stock. Your stock and potentially, you know, paid staff and wages. Your Insurance and, and all these things—it it, it is—it's—it's um, it's quite daunting. 
But yeah. you believe that the uh, it's worth the cost. Yeah, and you know you're making an investment, and you're in this for the long term. Marathon, not Remember, a sprint. Remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So, so you might have to run at a you know at a loss, or just attempting to break even in the first instance. But your eye is always on the you know. Most the, businesses will operate at a loss within the first year at least. At least it's yeah. probably it's about year year three they only begin to break even. Probably so. You know. So. Let's at least that way, at least with, with the Facebook campaigns that you, we've been talking about, the actual cost to promote it, you, the costs that you should be dealing with are going to be considerably less than, say, the costs I've been dealing with. So you should be able to break even fairly soon. So let's get back to Paul and his video. So yes, he's, he's been giving stuff away. He's been giving stuff away frequently. Uh, now, some of these videos only get like thousands of views. Some of them, because maybe the stuff that's in there is a little bit better, get tens of thousands of views and lots of shares, maybe because the stuff that's in there is resonating with people. It might have and spoken about something topical at that moment. Yeah, or you know, people just go, oh, this is really good, this, I'll share it. Some of them have got hundreds of thousands of views. And what that means is over a period of time, despite not traveling a massive distance he's been able to build an online audience so much so that yes he's still got this 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 comparing gig in Liverpool which means he doesn't have to travel a lot but he is now doing small tours where he's playing venues of up to 1500 capacity in size and also last year he played the what used to be the Liverpool Echo Arena which is now the M&S Bank Arena. What did it change? Well, last, last year. Finger on the pulse as usual. Finger on the pulse, well done there, Greg. Thanks. And uh, that's 11,000 capacity in size. That's quite a big. So without much in the way of media coverage, he's not been on pretty much any of, you know, he's not constantly on these comedy panel shows, which is one of the ways that comedians get a, a name for themselves in, in this country. So you're almost, you're almost putting down the idea of going gigging, because you can effectively gig from your home. What I'm saying is, here's one, oh, by the way, should we, should we put in uh, some footage of him playing the uh, the uh, MS Bank Arena here? <laughs> I once got I once got karaoke turned up in South Pole. Um, just as you know, filming, if you could just all count to three and just give me the biggest cheer you possibly can, just so I can remember it forever and then just all tag me on Instagram. Starship, yes, one, two, three, cheer! That was amazing. All those lines. I have yet, well, I, I hadn't seen it, but I've seen it now, and it's amazing. Wow. So, 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 from not constantly gigging and touring, by basically being smart and being clever, by finding an audience online without doing all that unnecessary legwork, he's been able to leverage the power of free. You can't see this on the podcast. I'm using a, I'm using a, a leverage motion. It's questionable. It's very questionable. But and and I would argue that that's the way musicians should why, be doing why it don't because so many get it though i don't know but what most people seem to think mm. that in order for me to establish 
a crowd, an audience, a fan base. You have to play your hometown a million times. And then you have to play the next hometown a million times. As often as you can. <clears throat> and really that doesn't seem and play to get every small festival that you've never heard of a million times. Like Back of the Pub Fest. Like Burton Woodstock Festival. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make that up? No, it's genuinely happening. Uh, and I'm sure the, people, the, the, the great people who organise Burton Woodstock have... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's the funniest thing. You might, you might even cut, the, cut that bit out. You never know. But, so, sure so, so there's... So, using social networks um, to show people what you do... Uh, in order to build an online audience and then, in the first instance, giving it away for free. And then at some point, with, you know, for all those people who are sat at home going, oh, he's dead funny, him, or as it would be in your case, oh, these particular people are, you know, this, this particular. I really like this. I, I really like this. And then at some point, and if you get lots of it for free, and then somebody at some point says, would you like to come and see this live because I'm now appearing near you? The idea is that because that person has been given so much, maybe there is value in giving people stuff for free again and again and again so that that person then goes, well, they've rewarded me with all this stuff. Maybe in turn, I can now reward them. Or even <coughs> if they feel guilt-tripped almost in terms of me supporting that particular podcast. I felt as though I'd been listening to hours and hours and hours of this stuff for years. I just thought, you know what, maybe it's about time I, I put my hand in my pocket. I see where you're coming from, but you're quite a compassionate gentleman. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, so, but I mean, I don't think, I think it's just you get into a point where you become so likeable in that person's life because you're constantly giving them probably mostly stuff they like that ultimately yeah. they do when the opportunity comes to see it live and experience it in person that people will do it. I mean, I know you talk about Paul Smith. The only ex the example that I would use that's kind of been done in a similar way is the character Jonathan Pye. Brilliant. Yeah, millions of views on each of his <clears throat> topical satirical videos and then monetizes that by doing a live show, culminating so, at the... Um, he did a tour of the, the entire country. Yeah, um, what was it, was it, did he do the London Palladium, 5,000 capacity? Could be. And so, then he gets invited on Newsnight and a variety of other TV shows uh, as himself, rather than the character, so that's all going to be paid, but effectively he did just give, put up little three minute videos, a minute video. Obviously he must have spent quite a long time with his collaborator writing the material, but ultimately there was no entrance price. No, 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 and this is it. And if you try to put your music behind some sort of Barrier. monetary paywall. Barrier. I, I mean, the, uh, the Sun newspaper tried putting their website um, behind a paywall a couple of years back and had to just stop doing it for the simple reason that in terms of news and people getting their news, news is now free. It, it, yeah. It's one of those, it's one of those, again, things that have been devalued because of the internet. So, so the power of free, you ladies do, and gentlemen. You do a lot, do it a lot, don't you? Yeah, and I think that just by studying um, Mr. Smith, it, it, it's almost given me that kick up the backside to, to actually go, you know what, you need to double down on this and from, even more. And from our perspective, we in, installed an infrastructure to help people do more of this content to support 
what you're saying, that ultimately you don't need to go to a, a venue to do a gig. You can do a gig here and then play in people's living rooms. Yeah. But this is it. I've, I've employed you on a couple of bases th this year already and will no doubt yeah. be doing in the future just to capture all this raw material of my band performing live just so I can yeah. segment... It's that's set into individual songs. Put those songs out on the socials. Boost them if necessary. In fact, each one that I'll be uploading, I'll be putting a little bit of spend on to try and continually reach on a week-by-week -week basis a new audience. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people, because we do a lot of videoing of gigs, um, and, you know, one of the... One of the filming scenarios was used as a DVD, but for the most part, it is just used to kind of introduce his world to his prospective fan base. And you know, you are effectively paying me to give stuff away. Yeah. But you know that it raises the profile of the band. So I will pay you to give stuff away mm -hmm. and then I will spend more money so that people more people get see to it. see it. So I take, a, I take a hit in the short term but the um, the last two gigs that we did, uh, one was a 500 capacity sellout, one was to 600 people, and the gig that we're doing this Saturday is a 450 theatre sellout. So that, that's that's a, you know, another so, example of, of yeah taking a hit in the first instance, but being able to, to monetize by getting people to come out and see us at a live show. And it's always going to be an incredibly difficult question to answer because you don't know, but if this wasn't here, if what if, wasn't here? If the ability to create the content and share it with people for free and that you were literally behind a price barrier all the time... Well, why, imagine, could, Paul, imagine Paul going, right, here's, a, here's one humorous video um, and you're going to have to pay for the rest. So it's a I, bit that like, doesn't, here's I, 30 seconds and if you want any more, you've got to pay for it. Um, that, well, A, someone else will be giving it away for free. You, yeah, again, if you go to Facebook now and scroll through your I, news feed, there will be something of a, of a humorous sort of oh nature. Yeah, there, there so there's, there's a certain amount of, of volume and content. And maybe, remember how we've said in terms of marketing, the number of individual touches before you make a yeah. sale. It's between 7 and 12. So if you think about how many songs people need to listen to, how many sort of live performances, the more times that you can do that. And what we do as, as a band is that we don't just release music. We'll have, we'll have individual videos of us doing stuff. So we've got, we've got sort of podcasts and it's all these it's a individual... Lot of different things. It's, it's, it's not a, it's just a, records. It's a lot of content. We are creating our own sort of content. Little world. World. But I was going to say, it's like, in terms of like... Even if, why would you, now that this infrastructure is here and these are, are capabilities are there. And in fact, the, the, the people are watching <laughs> yeah. and listening to it on that infrastructure. Why would you want to just go, now, why would you want to make life a million times harder for yourself? I can see why people, they intrinsically value what they do and but they don't like. what someone's prepared to pay, pay or, yeah. you know. It doesn't feel nice having to, spend all that money and think you're taking a loss in the first instance. But again, you're not taking a loss. You're just That's... making an investment for the future. But are these the kind of people that would um, begrudge buying a musical instrument to the, because, oh, that owes me something. You know, hobbies cost money. Well, hopefully, with people watching these sorts of videos and hopefully listening to sing. these sorts of podcasts, we will be able to 
change their minds. Hopefully so. See, I adopted a very soothing tone. You did. Uh, because I mean, please give away on your stuff for free now. <laughs> Engage with people. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you I, could, your band. Yeah, I suppose you can't answer. Would it have been as successful if the if you didn't have these means? If you well, were it's, it's funny because our band sort of took off right at the right at the peak of MySpace, don't I say? Look at the grey hair. Because you always said, although this is not going to mean anything to them, it would have been interesting, one of the bands that you were in at the start of our relationship. A, part, it's a business relationship. relationship friendship. Uh, <laughs> um, you've always said it would have been interesting to see how that band could have turned out if you'd had the means and the and these opportunities. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Again, I can't necessarily answer that, but but you it, would definitely have used that. Yeah, and I think I it, it, it I would I would have found a way to to leverage them. But you know, for for, for the people sat at home, you don't necessarily need a massive setup in order to start getting maybe even sort of performance content out there. If you've just got a phone. Yeah, and a tripod. And a tripod. That's a start. Yeah, it is. You don't need. So start from there. Work upwards. And um, remember, don't spend all your money on your products. Spend some of it, and then spend some of it on, on telling people about yes. it. Right. So Thank I think um, next. I think that's roundabout everything. I think next week's episode will be is a request that we've had in. Uh, I'll, I'll scroll back through my Twitter feed and find out who that was. And that particular request was all about um, what to actually do on a day-to-day -day basis in terms of marketing your music. What do you do when you get out of bed and go, right, today, how do I market my music? And maybe we'll look at it holistically over maybe a day, a week, and a month. And, okay, and so we're going to do it an hour and a daily and... Well, maybe, maybe not, not an hour, but we'll try and break it down as, okay. to, as to what the audience out there should be doing on, on a day-by-day -day basis. I look forward to writing it as well. Great. Thanks very much for uh, for watching this. If you're if you're on the YouTube's, give us a give us a subscribe, like, subscribe, hit that notification hit... bell thing because that means something more than not. On the YouTube's, the Facebooks. If you if there's anything you want to see us chat about in a future episode, uh, it gives us um, content. Yeah, write it down, stick it in a comment. And um, if you're on the Apple Apple Podcasts, it's not called iTunes anymore, you've got to get hit with the kids. Apple Podcasts, rate, review, leave a comment, all that sort of gobbins. Tell us all about it. And until next week, we will see you next time. See you later. Teddy, bye. Bye.